unemployment is very, very low, but at the same time, business lending is going down as well. This is the Mississauga Life. I'm Sean Jaffrey. So let's talk about the unemployment rate. We've talked about this in several podcasts. It's important to keep talking about it because it's showing no signs of slowing down. And that's been a concern for the Bank of Canada. According to the latest from CP24, the labor market showing no signs of the slowdown that the Bank of Canada is hoping for to get inflation down to 2%. Something economists say could force the central bank to get off the sidelines and raise rates again. The unemployment rate held steady at 5% for the fifth consecutive month. That's just above the all-time low of 4.9% reached last summer. And client notes said on Friday morning, BMO chief economist Douglas Porter said that the latest job reports once again shows that no evidence that the labor market is softening at all. During his speech on Thursday at the Toronto Region Board of Trade, Bank of Canada Governor Tiff Macklem addressed the labor market tightness. Quote, most wage growth measures remain around the 4 to 5% range unless productivity growth or surprises us with a strong increase. Persistent wage growth in that range will make it difficult to achieve the 2% inflation target, Malcolm said. So, I mean, this is being recorded on the 8th of June. Just yesterday, the Bank of Canada announced an interest rate increase of 0.25%. Uh, so this is all very interesting. Labor market is, uh, you know, unemployment is, is record low. Uh, but at the same time, we're also seeing that business lending is on a downward trend. And it's kind of important to talk about that. We'll talk about the business lending and we'll also talk about discretionary spending and what all that could mean for the real estate market. So what is business lending actually? Well, I mean, it, it is what it sounds like. It's it's lending money to a business, to somebody to either start a business or to expand or something like that. Uh, a lending agreement between a lender and a business in which the lender gives money to the business and the business pays it back in an agreed upon time um, with an agreed upon amount of interest. Money lent specifically for the business, for the purpose of a business. And it may be used to start a business or to have business expansion. So what we're seeing here, and this report is from the uh, Bank of Canada, what we're seeing here is that for the month over month, uh, we're seeing a decline now in terms of you know, people looking for these types of business loans. Uh, it was at the peak just two years ago, uh, three years ago, and now it's just coming down to almost nothing. Uh, it's a sign that, you know, maybe six to 12 months down, we should expect a slowdown in economic activity. Of course, we've had a lot of rating agencies and different institutions talk about how there's a 90, 92% chance we're going to a recession at the end of this year or early next year. Either way, uh, it looks like this is also an, an indicator that's going to be a bit tough six months down the road. So where unemployment is really, really, really low, uh, domestic bank loans are on a downward trend. Uh, looks like fewer and fewer businesses are looking at expanding at this point. Now we've talked about immigration. We've talked about population growth. Um, a million people last year in Canada, we have had, I think about the target is 350, maybe 400,000, if I'm not mistaken, for this year. We have all these people coming in uh, in Canada. A lot of them, a good chunk of them are going to end up in Toronto, the GTA, or in Vancouver. But, uh, you know, either way, we're not kind of keeping pace with building, with development of residential, uh, with housing, single-family units, etc. Building permits, uh, there's a very interesting chart here, monthly building permits. Uh, it shows us permits for single family units for the month of January, going back as far as January, 2012. We've kind of hovered between six and 7,000 of these permits, uh, in the month of January for the last, well, 10, 11 years, uh, taking, you know, 
barring the time of the pandemic and the lockdown, that's really where it's been around six to 7,000. And for the last year or two years, it's been on a decline. We're now at about 4,000 permits. So we've gone from like a high of 7,500 to about 4,000 and it's still continuing to decline. So for the last year, it's been on a decline. It's been, it's gone from 7,000 to 4,000. And the reason why that's a cause for concern uh, is because you have a lot of people coming into the country, but we're not building enough homes you know, the building monthly or rather the monthly building permit uh, chart is an indicator that we're going to have a shortage going down uh, year, two years down the road. And that's not good. That's not good for the people moving into the country because when there's a shortage of inventory, they're going to pay uh, top dollar, sore end users, people who've been looking and kind of waiting on the sidelines to make a move and to purchase a home. Uh, and then it's also not good for the employment of uh people who work in construction because construction keep in mind is when it comes to the states it's about five percent of the total employment is in construction but in canada it's eight percent a larger population uh, of our employment is in construction so eight percent if there's nothing being bought right now we talked about how pre-construction is at an all-time low when it comes to bookings for new condos new homes uh, single-family dwellings and if there's nothing being booked right now there's no permits being uh, taken out uh, we're looking at a year two years down the road Another shortage, number one. Number two, uh, less employment. Nothing's being built. There's going to be people out of jobs. And with the you know recession already in the picture, that's just going to make the situation that much more challenging. And there's already signs of that challenging situation taking form uh, right now. So let's take a look at, I mean, we've talked about credit card delinquencies. We've talked about car payment delinquencies, but let's talk about discretionary spending. So discretionary spending, it's 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 interesting, you know, uh, we take a look at the Canadian tire sales, uh, Leon's furniture. So these are all things where people, the reason why they're discretionary is because people don't need these right away. Uh, they can put them off and that kind of gives us an indication of are people holding on to their money? Are they spending freely? Do they have the confidence to kind of, you know, spend freely or are they just there's kind of like in a mindset where they feel like, you know, a storm's brewing and they need to hold on to whatever they have. It's important to know that because no one really wakes up uh, and decides to not pay their mortgage. It happens in steps. It happens gradually. It's a progression. First, consumers who get into trouble with their finances will cut discretionary spending first. If problems get worse, then they may stop paying their credit cards. And then if enough time passes by and they're not kind of improving their cash flow situation, then you're probably looking at a mortgage default situation. And then a couple of months, maybe six months of that, then it gets reported as a mortgage default. Given that sequence, let's take a look at what's been happening with these two indicators for Canadian Tire and for Leon's Furniture. So Canadian Tire's same store sales year over year. This does not include gas. It's just, um, you know, all the consumer goods that they have. You're looking at from 2016, there was an increase every year. Uh, and what's a low side being 2%, high side being 15, 20%. This was right after the pandemic. So it was riding high for the last couple of years. The people were spending more and more money every year. Again, discretionary spending. The latest numbers for Q1 for 2023 is actually negative. It's like minus 2.5. So people are not spending, spending less than what they spent last year on discretionary spending. And the same goes for Leon's furniture as well. So now what's going to happen when it comes to the real estate prices? Bank of Canada just raised the interest rate by 0.25%. Interest rate is going to go up. It's 
kind of, I believe we're going to see the same thing we've been seeing for the last little while. You have fewer and fewer people entering the market because rates are high and putting off that move because of which then there's low inventory and then you have people coming into the country. Uh, and then, you know, you're always going to have when there's a low inventory situation, the prices that will continue to go up. As long as amortizations keep getting extended to accommodate people with either one or 10 homes, uh, when we're talking about investors, we're really not going to see that influx of inventory that we were expecting once the interest rates started going up last year. So the fewer homes that we have, the higher the prices are going to go, or they're just going to be very, very sticky. Uh, that's what it looks like, at least for the near future. Okay, so what else is happening? So the Bank of Canada... Increased the interest rate by 0.25% yesterday. Additionally, we saw that the national economy saw an annualized growth rate of 3.1% in the first quarter of this year. StatScan revealed that they were kind of estimating 2.5%, but it was at 3.1%, so that's positive. Uh, Urban Nation reported that 40% of leveraged condo investors who bought pre-constructed units to rent out were cash flow positive in 2022, uh, compared with 56% in 2021 and 60% in 2020. CMAC reports that variable rate mortgages slipped to less than 20% of new mortgages and fixed five-year rates were down to 15% of new mortgages as more consumers chose fixed rate for two to three years. That's, that is what you know, the feedback I'm getting from most people is they're going for fixed rates for two to three years. Also, fewer mortgage borrowers are applying for refinancing a 32% drop in refinances in 2022. Uh, hence, you know, also the drop in people investing in pre-construction. A lot of the money for those investment comes from refinancing and HELOCs. Uh, Zucasa reports that condo prices in Peel region dropped by 1.89% to 606000 in March compared to 617000 in January. Only 129 condos sold in Peel region in January of 2023, but that number jumped to 256 in March. This marks a 98.4% increase in sales. Um, Royal LePage survey, 26% of respondents said that they like to buy an investment property within five years. 11% of Canadians currently own an investment property, and just over half of those investors said they planned on buying another one within five years. CIBC studies latest in 2021, 2021. 30% of first-time homebuyers benefited from financial assistance provided by family members. 9% move of buyers also received help. Uh, it was a total of $10 billion. Uh, What are we looking at? We're looking at about first-time buyers on average received about $82,000 for their down payment. Not a bad number to kind of start your um, financial down payment journey with home ownership. Okay. That is the latest, the greatest for this week. Uh, obviously when things change, I will keep you posted until then. Take care.